to one shot, one life, helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health, and your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot, one shot, one life. Welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, joined by my amazing team of producers jamming out here, Josh Floyd and Johnny Cadillac. We're broadcasting live from the KLIN studio smack dab in the middle of the heart of America here in Lincoln, Nebraska. The best city in the world. Absolutely. And we want to thank you for joining us on the show. We're grateful that you're here. Also want to welcome our friends in on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And throughout the show, you're going to see our lovely mugs from the bird's eye view camera of the studio. So uh, you can check in with us and running all of that, getting us into the Medsphere is our great producer, Johnny Cadillac. So Johnny, thank you for all the work that you do. And also the voice you heard earlier, executive producer, Josh Floyd. Josh, how was your week? Uh, My week was great, Doug. How was your week? It was good. A lot of busy stuff. We're transitioning over to a new um, iPhone, so you know there's always little <laughs> headaches and hiccups that come when, whenever you're trying to transition a, a phone over. So we're in the middle of that. I like literally have no signal, Josh. So good that's, luck, that's Johnny. So was trying weird. to text me on the way in, and it wasn't going to happen because I can't get it. Hmm. So there you go. I, I, that shouldn't be that way. I know Brand it's 2022. Phone. I know. That and roads, right? You'd think we'd have material in 2022 where we wouldn't have to have <laughs> potholes. Nope, we've got them. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, well, we had another great guest a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, Billy DeKid. He's a business expert, a good friend of the show. He has a local business. He's an author. He's a hip-hop artist. But he shared his heartbreaking story of losing two friends in a car accident that he was also in and how that gut-wrenching experience impacted his life and has led him to some powerful changes in the way that he's approached life now, both with his family and his business. We also played one of his songs, which was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, you yes. will never be forgotten. So uh, Billy shared some great pieces of advice, a lot of truth bombs that he uh, threw at us there, and definitely an episode you want to check out and listen to. If you haven't heard it yet, we highly recommend that you go to our podcast available all around the world and check out that episode and other episodes as well josh how can people check out the podcast you can check out the spotify app or the apple podcasts app they're both free to use for podcasts and you just download them you search for one shot all one word one life all one word and then you'll have all of our shows forever right there listen to all of them download them all give us some likes and comments yeah. we appreciate yeah, that it, it helps, helps a, us out as well helps a lot if you could rate us we'd like five star yeah. rating um, but yeah, if you jump on there and uh, it really helps us out in the, in the podcast sphere, yeah. if you give us good ratings, mention Josh and Johnny too. They like that. Yeah. yeah. Give them a little yeah. kick. Feed our egos. <laughs> also, if you want to watch any of the previous episodes as well, all you have to do is go to 1400 KLN on your Facebook, uh, and they'll be able to check out all the previous episodes and watch us live in person on video. <laughs> we have another great guest lined up for today. Uh, we're going to talk about a subject that is difficult to hear about, but so vital that we understand and do all we can to help out in any way possible. 
That is sex trafficking. Now, I was aware of the subject of sex trafficking in my life, but my personal assumptions were that I was uh, it was a problem that we didn't have to deal with dramatically here. I knew it was happening around the world, but I didn't realize that it was happening right in our own backyard, uh, literally devastating girls and young women's lives all around. Here's the thing. Um, it's happening in Lincoln and Nebraska, and I guarantee you probably every state in this country. So if you're listening uh, throughout America, it's probably in your backyard as well. Here locally, though, in Lincoln, Nebraska, every single month, 200 girls and young women are being sold for sex. And in Nebraska every month, 900 girls. Girls and young women are being sold for sex as well. And with each of those numbers, here's the thing that just caught me, because it was an emotional week for me as I was sifting through this. Each one of those numbers represents a little girl or a young woman, uh, a person that God's created who is being abused and exploited. And I learned about all of this uh, when a couple of weeks ago I had the opportunity to interview Paul Yates, who's the executive director of I've Got a Name. It's a nonprofit organization that's been fighting hard to end sex trafficking right here in our own backyard, and it's making a dramatic difference in the lives of those caught in the middle. So I asked Paul to join us today to help us bring awareness to this problem that is corrupting our city and destroying the lives of so many uh, girls and young women. Paul's going to share with us the hardcore facts about sex trafficking, the mission of I've Got a Name, uh, the life-changing stories of those that they're serving, and then also how we can help, help walk with them and have an impact with them as well. So I'm looking forward to this very difficult yet extremely vital conversation that we'll have. And, and if you know anybody uh, that could benefit from today's show, have them jump on right now. Uh, just get on your phone, call them up, whatever, text them, let them know you need to listen to the show today. They can check us out at KLN.com, listen to us live on the air, 1400 AM or 99.3 FM, or on Facebook Live as well. Um, all right, so uh, I want to close out the first segment by sharing something um, that I share with the company that I spent uh, this week consulting. And uh, we spent the day together, took them through the One Shot, One Life Ultimate Success Formula process. And during that time uh, we had together, I had the privilege of sharing a thought, Josh, and a concept that really caught several of them by surprise. So I thought I'd share it on the show today in hopes that um, it will benefit you and our amazing listeners as well. So I want to jump into this, and it kind of, in a little bit, touches upon uh, the subject that we have, uh, that we're going to be talking about today. Here's the thing. Um, every decision we make in life, and I tell my kids this all the time, every decision we make in life, no matter how little you think it is or how big you think it is, impacts somebody around you. Um, and when we think of our jobs, you know, whether we're an employee or a contractor, or we think of our businesses, if we're a business owner or a manager, ultimately we're serving the people that we work for. Whether we think so or not, um, we're making a difference in the lives of people around us, whether we're conscious of it or not. Um, your work at your current job or your business helps provide income and support for other employees and staff members. And I think a lot of times we forget about that because we want to jump in and think we're just going to work to get paid. We go home and take care of our business. Um, but what you contribute to uh, helps uh, really the lives of those people within your job. Here's the mm -hmm. thing. I know when I come here and we do this show and we've got sponsors that, that, that allow us to do this, um, those sponsorships also help pay for salaries and also help pay for people in this building, right? Same thing where you guys coming here, you're serving me, right, as producers to get this message out. The message we're getting out with Paul being in the studio today reaches our listeners and helps them, right? Every decision we make makes makes a difference and um, I just want people to be aware of that uh, as well as we're working through life not just thinking that oh we're just you know trudging through life I'm going to go to work and get a paycheck but realizing I want you to take some time and think about who are you working with who are those people around you and think about their lives as well and realize that you're making a difference you're making a difference in their lives 
And it was such an eye-opening experience this last week for the people that I was working with. They're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. You know, have you sat down and envision? And that's why I want to encourage people to do sit down and 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 think of all the people that you work around, all the people that you, whether they're um, employees at the at the business you work at, or your clients or your customers. Right, you're serving them in a way as well that impacts their life. And Josh, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier this week, and mm-hmm. you had some thoughts regarding this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all circular, and everybody. I mean, it's, it's easy to think, well, the boss makes more money than I do. And, and especially in the past few years with the, I believe it's called the great resignation, right? right? Over the past few years, a lot of like Gen Zers have quit their jobs to go and find greener pastures. And I mean, I understand that to an extent, but you got to think about the people around you, the people sitting in the next desk and how your, your contribution to that company affects them. It affects their kids. Yep. If you up and walk out, well, now they have to work harder and they have, and they probably take that home and it's just as trickle down effect, Yeah, you know? And if you don't love your work, I mean, we've had how many guests on that have talked about how to, how to find your dream job, right. follow and, your passion, uh, follow your passion. And yeah, if your passion isn't where you are, then move on, do it right. <laughs> give two weeks, but go somewhere that you're going to love to go to work and you're going to just, you're going to want to give more of yourself yep. and, and, and again, that just that that affects everyone involved with the organization. And if you're, you know, if, if you're around somebody and they may be in a bad mood, you know, you're I'm in a bad mood sometimes, you know, realize that they have life outside of work. Right. Things are going on that you may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. And a simple kind word, a simple word of encouragement. Um, but what if I don't like them, Doug? What if they made a decision that really just rubs me the wrong way? You can still be kind, right? You yeah. can still um, encourage them and find something that they're doing that can uh, lift up their, because you just don't know. And the subject we're going to talk about today, it goes into all of our lives of every decision we make impacts somebody. And we have a mm-hmm. choice of whether we're going to step out and, like you said, follow our passion or what's, what's been placed on our heart to pursue or not. When I work with people all across the country, one-on-one coaching, mastermind groups, um, digging into people's lives, a lot of times the frustration that they have with their lives is they're not pursuing what they're really called to pursue. Yeah. And that causes a frustration with inside of them because they just don't feel like they're living life of purpose. Once they identify and are able to live a life of purpose, all of a sudden um, that joy comes back into their life, that that mission of realizing that I am making a difference outside of myself. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing sometimes, I think, especially with our culture. You know, we want to be all self-absorbed and self-consumed. So <laughs> That's right. And, <laughs> and if, you know, if, if you see other people in your office that are self-absorbed and self-consumed and they're in a bad mood every day or maybe just the person that maybe slacks off a little bit more than the rest of the office. Even if you don't like them, you don't have to like them, but you do have to realize that they're a human being with a heart and a soul and they love and they struggle and just keep that in mind. And I think that that thought alone will lead to a lot happier workplaces. Well, here's my challenge for you this week, for all of us this week, when you go into work or to your business, I want you to take some time. Look at or envision those around you that you're working with and that you're serving and know that you're making a difference in their lives and take some proactive steps to do that and realize that you're also making a difference in their family's lives as well and that you have the potential to serve them beyond uh, what you think you may be able to. And on 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 the last note here, as you do that, step back and be proud of that. Be proud of knowing that you're helping make a difference in those lives of people around you. 
So thanks, Josh, for uh, sharing your thoughts on that. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Paul Yates. He's the executive director of I've Got a Name. Uh, we are now opening up the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline for texts. You can text in at 402-479-1400. You can also comment on our Facebook live feed as well. Johnny will be taking care of that. You are listening to One Shot, One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we respect our clients' privacy. We discourage walk-ins to minimize customer overlap and fully encourage all customers to call us to schedule an appointment. We operate by appointment only to offer our customers a discreet and confidential transaction. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. You only have one shot in this amazing one life, helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We want to thank our awesome One Shot, One Life show partners, amazing group of people both locally and regionally um, that support our message and want to help get it out. And I can't thank them enough. Lincoln Coin and Bullion, our title sponsor, my trusted gold and silver experts for over a decade. We have John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They've been proudly serving the Lincoln and surrounding areas for over 25 years. Casey Smile, I can't speak enough about Dr. Headley and his entire staff. They're awesome. They transform my smile. They can do the same thing for you. Youth for Christ of Lincoln, they're a nonprofit, non-denominational ministry serving over 2,400 young people in the Lincoln and surrounding areas. We also have the Searcy team of home real estate, Mary, Jeff, uh, their entire family, their two daughters are awesome. They helped Tammy and I purchase and sell over five homes in our lifetime over the past 30 years, and they can do the same thing for you, the Searcy team of home real estate. And finally, but not last, the Medicare solutions team my good friend mike graham from st louis he has a whole team of independent brokers that will take the confusion out of all the medicare options available and help you find the best medicare plan for you at with no pressure um, they're just a great team of people uh, you can check them out online at the medicare solutions team.com and if your business would like to partner with us with us we would love for you to join alongside walk alongside us help get great messages like we're going to talk about today out on our one shot one life show you can contact me directly at doug at klin.com that's doug at klin.com and again like we always say if you happen to contact or work with any of our show partners please let them know that you heard about it on the show today. All right, well, today we are so grateful that Paul Yates is in the studio. Paul is the executive director of I've Got a Name, a nonprofit organization focused on helping end sex trafficking in Lincoln and Nebraska. Paul is going to share the hardcore facts of sex trafficking, the, the mission of I've Got a Name, the life-changing stories of those that they've served, and how we can join with them in help making a true impact. So, Paul, welcome to One Shot, One Life. Hey, thank you so much. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm oh. a little nervous hearing your, your past guests. I, you know, I, don't call me an expert, please. Oh. Do not call me an expert. Okay, no. I'm learning still today. Right, and we all are. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the, I think, you know, having you in, you know, we met a, a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. I interviewed you on another program, and I tell you what, Paul, what I learned during that time just slapped me across the face. It really did. I didn't realize, like Josh was saying during this break, like, man, I'm a little nervous to hear because I didn't realize this was going on around us in regards to sex trafficking. So, no, thank you for the service that you do. You're an expert in the way that you are, you're involved in people's lives. You have uh, empathy and you have a desire to have awareness. Uh, of the issue being thrown out there and also a solution 
and you're providing that with I've Got a Name, and, and I'm just grateful that you're here today. So if you would, let's talk about sex trafficking locally, uh, statewide, regionally. Um, what is the current state of sex trafficking in, in, in our city? Okay. First of all, I appreciate your earlier comments, and you gave some statistics, and and I know you agree with this. They're not numbers; they're human beings, right, as you said. Right. And, and and I also want to point out that our our mission is is to help protect, love, restore, uh, rescue women and girls. I also want to make a point that boys do get mm-hmm. trafficked as mm-hmm. well too. And if we'd come across that situation, I would get involved in that. Okay. But but our main mission and focus is is to protect and and love and uh, women and girls. Okay. And and honestly, you know, I, I fought this injustice overseas in Nepal for a number of years, and I heard all the, the international numbers, 35 right. million people in slavery, yep. and I thought slavery was over, right. you know. And, and so when you start just kind of coming down into Nebraska and such, you start to feel like, well, it can't really be here, you know. We're the good life, right? right. It's a great state. I lived here my whole life. I mean, this is a great state. And then you start to uncover things. And, and when I became the director in 2016, Creighton University came out with some incredible research. I think probably the first of its kind in the country, mm. state-specific. And that's where those numbers come up. And this was just from research from a website called Backpage that was taken down. So it's just a, a, a piece of the pie, okay? It's just, it's just from communications on a website of women and girls for sale. Okay. And so that's right. 900, their research indicated that at at least Mm. 900 women and girls are for sale every 30 day period in the state of Nebraska. And at least it needs to be underlined. Right. Researchers will always tell you, especially with this issue, that the research is always underestimated. Okay. It's such a sensitive, difficult conversation. Who wants to raise their hand and say, yes, I've been sexually exploited or yes, I've purchased someone. Okay. And then when you come down into Lincoln, Nebraska, it's at least 200 women and girls for sale every 30-day period. And we're talking multiple times. For, for each, potentially. Yeah, 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 multiple times. Not once not once a month throughout that 30-day period. Right. Um, and, and all along the interstate and all through Nebraska. And I cannot emphasize that enough. It's not just in the cities. It's in our rural communities. It's everywhere. Our logo says insect trafficking where we live. Mm-hmm. Because all of us here in this studio, we all live in a different place. Right. It can be in your own neighborhood. It can be in your own street. Right. And we're talking just about Lincoln and Nebraska. I'm assuming it's probably every state in the country. Oh, every state. And, and, and that's why I think people think, well, it's just overseas or if it's just in the big cities it's on the east and west coast, it's, it's in Chicago, it's in Minneapolis, all these other big cities, but not Nebraska. Oh, yeah, right. Nebraska. And oh, yes, Lincoln, Nebraska. And I also have to say this because uh, I, I don't want to forget to say it. And, and this is from the research as well. It's everywhere in our city. It's not just in certain parts of Lincoln. Okay, we have this. One of the biggest challenges we have, Doug, is trying to erase stereotypes that we have mm. and images we have in our head, whether it's from the news, movies, or whatever. And so we think, well, it's just in this part of Lincoln. Right. No, it's all over Lincoln. Or it's just this ethnic group. No, it's everyone. Or Socioeconomically, it's just, high, yeah. low, middle. Yeah, it's, it's not your poverty guideline. Certainly poverty can put you in situations that make you more vulnerable. But it can be my daughter. Right. It can be your your daughter, your right. daughter, your you know your son. Purchase it's it's everywhere. Right. Yeah. Has it, this issue has been brought up on a national stage a lot over the last few years? Mm-hmm. 
I've seen, and I've been more aware of this, especially since we talked a couple of weeks ago, going back into the news articles within Lincoln, it seems like we're seeing more convictions and um, uh, just more investigations regarding sex trafficking. Is that helping? Is that true? Is that accurate? That is helping. It's true. It is accurate. Okay. It, but it's, 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 it's something that's coming of age. You know, it used to be back when I was a kid, it was say no to drugs. Right. And drugs are still an issue today, obviously. Right. Right. But this thing of sex trafficking has always been an issue. But we just haven't really recognized it. We haven't really seen it. And there, so there weren't laws. You know, there, there, it used to be years ago that you could drive through a construction site in the interstate and get pulled over and the ticket would be uh, worse than buying a human being. That's changed now. Mm. You know, our state senators in this state have changed that law. You know, I think the um, maximum sentence now is 50 years in prison. Our outreach director was in a, a court hearing a, a, a year ago, and the gentleman was sentenced to 47 years in prison. Mm. And I have other stories I can share later right. on. But but yeah, so and law enforcement's learning more about it, what to look for. Um, and when we go out and speak, people will look at us and go, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, that's what that looked like, right. you know. Um, and so um, just the other night in a restaurant, I this young girl across from where my wife and I are having dinner, I just, there was something that looked different. And, and so when she went into the bathroom, my wife went into the bathroom and didn't say anything, but I, we just sensed that, no, it's okay. But there was just something there that was just different uh, in that situation. So, yeah. And I, I should also mention statistically in our country, I, the average age of a girl being sexually exploited is 12 or 13. That's mm. the average age, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's real. It's in our city. Um, and we're still trying to figure out it. Right, I, right. Like I said, I've been learning. I'm still learning today. Right. Yeah. And so you're the executive director at I've Got a Name. And so let's talk about I've Got a Name, what your purpose is, uh, and how you are, you know, from a grassroots level, um, really helping, you know, hopefully at least making some type of impact in the sex trafficking trade. Yeah. First of all, I've Got a Name is an old Jim Croce song <laughs> that has nothing to do with this issue. Um, uh, and, and our founder heard that song. Um, when he first learned more specifically about human trafficking and particularly sex trafficking in the, in the, in the, in the world, actually. And, uh, his first thought was every one of these girls has a God given name. I know mm. you by name, you're mine. Mm. And, and so that's where the, the name came from. Um, our mission is to end sex trafficking where we live, you know, and it's very complicated. It's a big issue. And our three pillars are awareness understanding what it is. Right. And honestly, when I became the first director in 2016, I thought, uh, it's not important. Oh, no, we have no clue here, you know. And so it's very important. And that's how we become stronger together if everybody's more aware. Our second pillar is um, take action, which is our street outreach, which I'll talk about, which is the foundation of what we do. Mm -hmm. That's what Megan does. It's what Pam does. Um, I'm just the director. I don't do a whole lot. Impactfully. Oh, no, you the, do a they're, lot. They're you get the message out and okay. you really help yeah. support them. But. but when you see them with the women and the right. girls and their lives changing, it's just unbelievable and then our third pillar is inspiration we're sitting in it right now you're inspired to do something right you know and 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 that's what, we're, what you mentioned earlier use your god-given gifts to to make a difference do something and uh, it's not always write a check you know yeah we need the support but it's not always write a check I'll, I'll, and i always say i'll take a, a prayer over a dollar any day this is a spiritual battle too right it's a huge spiritual battle so let's talk about action. Mm -hmm. um, what does your staff do then uh, to really identify, work with, and help people through this process? Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me just talk about Megan a little bit because uh, her past life 
um, she uses her past life experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and she's she's been out of the escort business for fifteen years. She was an escort and a, a full blown meth addict for ten. Mm-hmm. Just an amazing story. She's a miracle, and so she uses her past life to connect with these women and girls and share her story. And so she always says, "My story may not look like yours. Yours may not look like mine, but they can relate to her, and they do. They bond." Um, and so it it starts off with just meeting somebody, you know, and it's getting a referral. Um, we get referrals on our website. We get referrals from law enforcement, from other organizations in town, from people concerned about an individual. And so that first visit is critical. We call it the critical first hour. Mm. And a lot of sometimes the women and girls, they don't want to share much. They're sure. very reserved. Um, I have story after story about that. Um, but so Megan is that unconditional love. Just always being there for them. We don't have an office. This is my office right now, KLAN Studios. <laughs> yep. and, and so, and and so, they're they're not like literally in the streets, but they are, you know. And we meet at coffee shops, and we meet around, and and start these relationships. And it's a roller coaster ride. Mm. I mean, it's not like. Bob, our founder, always said, you know, I just wanted to go knock the doors down and rescue these girls. You know, what well, they're looking at you and saying, rescue me from what? I, I'm fine. He loves me. You know, and and so understanding that they're so lost they're so lost that you have to just love them and just be there for them and listen to them you know and 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 help them as much as you can in that moment and then see what it is you know you can you know what you're probably going to do next week two weeks from now a month from now you may have some plans a lot of these women and girls they're living in that moment Mm. you know they're living in that moment and it's very uncomfortable extremely uncomfortable and i think that's the hardest thing for us to really comprehend the simple things in life to them are huge and i always say think of your worst day you had a bad day and that could be their best day Mm. you know Uh, and it's very complex psychologically everything Uh, we're turning these girls 180 degrees and it doesn't happen in a day doesn't happen in a month you know, Megan's been working with us for five years and she's still working with same, the same, some of the same women. And it's that empathy because she's been there. She understands it. She's oh, yeah. walking through. You told me, um, before we take this next break, um, you told me earlier this week that a lot of these young girls that are in this situation think that's normal life. Yeah, they and do. So they don't understand anything different than that. Or they, they think it's normal life or they to think them. they're being provided for. Right. And, and, um, they get they get so groomed and sucked into it. It's like the Stockholm effect. You know, after a while you're in prison, you just your your captors are like your friends, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. That's why I say it's very complicated, very complicated. Okay, well, it's time to uh, take a quick break here, and um, you know, we've been having an eye opening conversation with Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name. Uh, when we return, Paul's going to share with us some of the dramatic stories of how they're saving girls and young women from sex trafficking. Uh, underground and how they're making a positive impact within our community. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we treat each customer with respect and dignity. A customer who purchases $50,000 of gold is not treated differently than a customer selling a gold filling. Every customer uniquely contributes to our business success. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. Good to be alive right about now. It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. 
Welcome to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We want to thank you for joining us today. And um, if you want to stay up to date on all that we have going on at One Shot, One Life, I highly recommend that you join our email community of over 10,000 people strong. Each week we send an email to share info about past shows, uh, links to our podcast at One Shot, One Life, updates, and so much more. Uh, and it's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to OneShotOneLife.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you can add yourself to our community. We'd love to stay connected with you. And also, um, while you're on the website, you might as well get some free stuff as well, uh, including our One Shot, One Life theme song. You can download it for free. We want to thank Brian Olson, owner of Voda, for allowing us to give it away for free. Definitely a song that you need to have on your playlist because Josh jams out to it every time he hears it. So, and I, That's a good pop song. It. it is. It is. Again, all you have to do is go to OneShotOneLife.com to download it or also to get on our email list or both. Well, today's guest is Paul Yates. Paul is the executive director at I've Got a Name, a nonprofit organization focused on helping end sex trafficking in Lincoln and Nebraska. In our last segment, Paul shared with us the hardcore facts of sex trafficking and the industry that's going on within our community. He also shared about the mission of I've Got a Name and what they're doing to combat this evil trade. Uh, if you missed it, I highly recommend that you listen to it on our podcast once the show is over. Now, Paul, uh, we're going to come back in the segment and talk about just the lives that you've impacted. But before we do that, during our break, um, you, you were talking about how girls get sucked into this in the first place. I think it's important for people to understand how do people get in, how do these young girls get involved to begin with? Yeah, it, it's very complicated, as I, I mentioned, and I'll never forget hearing Lauren Bethel, an international abolitionist, say it's the exploitation of vulnerability. What makes you vulnerable? A lot of people think, well, they get they're at a, a shopping center at night, they get thrown in a van and they're taken off. Right. They've been abducted. And I, I say, yeah, that can happen. But it's the abduction of the heart. Mm -hmm. It's the abduction up here in the in the head. And I think a lot of it has to do with self-esteem. A lot of it has to do with what you what your worth is, what you think you're worth. And so girls that are struggling with that mm -hmm. and they want that attention and come on, we all want that attention. Right. Don't you say, Hey, right. what's that cologne you're wearing today? Right. You smell good. I mean, we all want that. But for some of these girls that they, they just get challenged with that. And that's why I I love technology. I love our phones and they're wonderful, but they're also very dangerous. And I'm just telling parents right now, if your kids have a, a cell phone, a smartphone, they need to be checking it all the time. We have a 12-year-old right now that was solicited from a game mm -hmm. on her phone. And, and I have some own personal advice about who needs a phone and what age, but that's just my advice. <laughs> you, you parents out there need to make those own decisions. But, but as a parent, I, I think it's important. As a parent, you have to have courage today. You just have to have courage to step up and say, there's some decisions that have to be made like this right. to say, yeah. what, is gonna, what is in the best interest of my child? And even though it might be uncomfortable and you might get in an argument or whatever, it's hard being a parent today it, it is and, and i think i've always said a phone is, is not a right it's a privilege and and when your son or daughter turns 16 do you throw them the car keys and say go out and have a great time see you when you come home no you love them you protect them and that's the same thing with these phones mm. and their computers and their tablets all these things right. because i think a lot of these i'll never forget my daughter when she was in eighth grade and i mean i just had to say to her you know honey how many friends do you really have it's not what's on your phone and if you and if people don't like you're, you're saying it doesn't mean they don't like you, you know, and so in the research shows a lot of that. And so it makes these women and these girls are very vulnerable. And, and then when someone comes along and says the things they want to hear, like the guy at the high school football game, who's good looking and he talks to these girls and they, he's saying everything they want to hear. Right. And all of a sudden, Hey, do you want to go to a party after the game? And they, they shouldn't. And they do. And Hey, do you want to drink? They shouldn't. They do here. They have smoked some weed. They shouldn't. They do. And then here it comes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not free. 
and they start to scare them and coerce them. And if that girl gets so is so vulnerable and steps into that next step, they got them. So let's uh, again. We're going to talk about the stories. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, no, you're, I know. I know. I know. You are. You're getting me going here, man. Um. So on your website, you have a PDF mm-hmm. of warning signs yes. of what to look for. Since we're already talking about this and how people can get coerced into it, what are some warning signs to be looking for? You know, it, it depends what environment it's in, right. uh, whether it's in a, we talk about in hotels, in the school, uh, school system. Um, I think if, if a girl becomes much more reserved, uh, much more isolated, um, if, if, if all of a sudden she has a lot of things, a lot of personal items, and doesn't have the resources to pay for those things. Right. Um, they always say tattoos, but that's kind of a, a stereotype a little bit with tattoos that are identifiers. But it's that that whole thing where they start to become more isolated. They don't they don't want to talk as much about it anymore. Um, even physical, there may be bruises on their body. Uh, there was a, a woman years ago whose daughter had bruises on her body, and she was a very very good athlete in high school, and she thought it was from athletics. Mm. And then she saw her image on her computer. Her boyfriend was selling her. Okay. Mm. And so it, it's difficult. I mean, I, I can tell you in a hotel, you know, somebody comes in and they want to rent the room for a couple nights and they have no baggage. That's not illegal. Um, the woman's standing in there and not talking at all. Someone's talking for her. You know, she has no voice. Um, you, you see she has two or three cell phones. Well, I only have one that's pretty expensive. Um, you know, you see a lot of gift cards in that bag. These are, there's things in the hotel, the hospitality industry, they start to recognize and they can identify. But I think really with, with young girls and women, it's that isolation piece. All of a sudden, they're not as open talking to you, you know, or they start talking about somebody. And, and I hate to say it too, but age is a big deal deal too. You know, I'm a lot older than my wife right now, but I'm not. 14, mm-hmm. you know, dating a guy that's 25, you know, so there's a difference there. So, so there's a lot of those things and it, and it's something that you need to start asking questions about. And that's why you said that about the phone. Parents should be looking yeah. at their phones, engage in those conversations. You love yeah. them. Yeah. I want to encourage people to go to their website. I've got a name.org and there's a lot of great information there along with a PDF that you can download, print off of just warning signs of things to look for. Let's talk about the impact that you're making. Um, share with us some stories of just where you've really, you know, Megan and, and your staff have really dug in and just helped, you know, help some young girls and some young women. Yeah. Like I said, the, the process is slow. Right. Megan's been with us for five years. I've been the dire- the first director since 2016. So I haven't been there very long either. Six years. Um, but it's, it's something that you just watch and learn from. And I think I'll use one story for sure. That was a, a young woman who was groomed basically by this guy looking for a relationship and found a relationship and dated and it was fine for a while. And after a while he was selling her and and I won't get into the detail of that. You'd think, well, why didn't she stop? Well, it's that whole, that vulnerability piece that, that how the, how the person just grooms you into that. And, and so anyway, her life was so horrific that she finally decided that her life wasn't worth living. So she jumped out of a car, out of this guy's car on the highway. Hmm to try to escape and she thought she was going to die and she didn't. And so eventually she gets back home and, and, and the shame and the guilt and everything and the family accept her and everything. Megan meets her and she's on this little journey already, but Megan meets her and just what Megan, just who she is and starts helping her realize her value, her worth. And, and she's, she's out of high school, you know, so she needs a job and she helps her with that. And just to, so kind of, Fast forward a little bit, all of a sudden she gets this really good job, and but Megan's her friend. 
Megan's just there for her. See, and that's, and we're not on call 24 seven, but Megan's there 24 mm-hmm. seven. And so she's there with this woman and here's, here's the, the telltale, uh, the telltale of the whole thing. This is about a year ago. She gets a text from this, this woman and she says, Hey, beautiful soul. Do you have time for lunch sometime this week? I mean, Doug right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, beautiful soul. I mean, this is a relationship forever. Okay. And she's got a great job right now, you know, and she's doing really good. And she just connected with Megan last week and said, Hey, can I talk to you this week? I, I have some important decisions I need to make and I want your advice. Mm. Now this woman comes from a good family. Okay. It's not like a broken family. Okay. And, but she just relies on Megan's friendship and her love, you know, and it's probably about a relationship, yep. you know? So it's, it's amazing to see that we have one woman that has gone into treatment six times in her life. And finally the seventh time was really successful. She stayed in and graduated. She was up in Omaha up there. And it's just, it's, it's just awesome to see that change. And yet she gets out of that. And then she's kind of hanging around with the wrong people, you know, and when you're in the wrong crowd and you're going to get to be with the right crowd, you can get lonely, man. Mm. You know, yeah. when you have to remove yourself from your people, you're used to hanging around with that aren't a good influence. And so now this woman's starting to get vulnerable again, you know, so where's she going to go? And that's that's where Megan just is there for her, you know, constantly there for her. And we've got quote after quote, and they're just, they're just beautiful. Yeah. And you see that relationship. One person asked us, so when do your services end? Oh, they don't. They really don't. I mean, they're relationships. And you're not giving up on people. No, we're not. I mean, that's what no. you just shared. It's... Yeah. The, the biggest challenge, honestly, Doug, of our street outreach is our goal is to empower them not enable them but at the beginning of that relationship you have to do things for them you have to love them you have to be there for them and so you may do some things that you wouldn't normally do but after a while it's it's like raising your own kids right. you know you have to empower them sometimes you have to have tough love i can't do that for you because this is a decision you made you know this is the consequence of your decision but i love you you know and so that that is that whole relationship role and so these women and girls that they've been doing this for years it's so traumatic and so difficult to spin them around. And we're also faith-based, you know? Mm-hmm. So we don't force our beliefs on anyone, but those questions come up all the time. Sure. And so Megan can share how God changed her life and has been with her on, that, on her journey, you know? And, um, and that's the beautiful part of it. When they really start to feel what love is, mm-hmm. a lot of these girls and women, they have no idea what love what is. What a healthy love is. Yeah, yeah. What, what, it, what it really is. Yeah. They've never been loved before. What they've been in is not love. No. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. That's why I said earlier, if a guy comes along, if a boy's traffic, I'll get involved. You know, Megan's not going to work with him. I will. I'm a man. Right. You know, and deal with that from a man's standpoint. So what is your, um, obviously Megan can't take on the weight of the world, you know, and yeah. everything that's going on. What is your greatest need? I mean, right now, and how do you, how do you continue to think about expanding and growing to meet the need yeah great question in fact i, I need to mention pam because pam came on board with us our in, our outreach specialist back in february and she has some some background with um a boys town and parenting skills i don't have enough time to tell you about that but we've had some situations <laughs> she came in all of a sudden we have a parent right now that really needs some help too along with the child and so yeah we raise our funds for street outreach you know that's the core of what we do it's the foundation of what we do and i think that that's always challenging as a nonprofit. you know when, when i'm raising funds for us 
I said, we have no office. We don't have any overhead costs. And so when I'm raising money for a marketing or promotions, which is awareness and protection versus another outreach director, outreach specialist, it's always the outreach specialist, you know? So we were just recipients of the big give from Union Bank and Trust. And I I can't thank them enough. $100,000. Oh my gosh. That'd be a huge help. And so we're able to do things now with this, these resources that we weren't able to do before. And that's Mm -hmm. promotion and marketing to let people know. I've said it before, we're stronger together. And so get on board. And yeah, we need financial resources, but but use your gifts. And this show right here is awesome because it's out on the airwaves and people mm-hmm. can watch it and hear it later on. That's what we need. Yeah. That's the power of what you're doing, Doug, and this mm-hmm. whole crew is doing. Because, and I've, I've said this, you have no idea how this is going to impact a woman or girl today. Right. What you're doing right now, mm-hmm. what we're doing right now. Every decision matters every decision matters yep. and 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 it, and and it doesn't have to be big right it can be something little and that's why we love them back to life man we just love them and the things that you would just kind of go off your shoulder when somebody say to you some of the things they hear from us they go wow and i also say you know what even if they don't like what you said megan they'll remember what you said maybe a month down the road six months yep. down the road and and a, a little girl had her card in her pocket just shoved it in her pocket, didn't really care, ran away. Three months later, her mom says she's back, detention center, and she's, the mom called Megan and said, Megan, the only time she cried is when I mentioned her name. Mm. And she pulled out your card, mm. and it was all crumpled up in her blue jeans. She'd been out on the West Coast. Mm. It's 15. And, and that's called hope, Doug. Yeah. That's keeping that card in there because there's someone back there that really loves her. But am I strong enough? Am I courageous enough to say, hey, I need help? And we'll talk about that a little bit with guys, too. This yeah. is a big yeah. man issue, too. Yeah. And you also have an event coming up. I want to make sure that we're going to talk about that in our next segment, along, along with talking about men in regards. It's time to take our final break. And when we come back, Paul's going to share about um, how they're also taking the issue of sex trafficking by bringing um, awareness to the demand side of the sex trade by challenging men to step up and commit, be part of the solution through their men's movement. Bottom line, there wouldn't be a sex trafficking issue if there wasn't demand demand for it in the first place. Um, so stick around. You're going to want to hear about that. All right, you're listening to One Shot, One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Buying and selling precious metals such as silver, gold, platinum, and palladium. We buy and sell coins and bills, both domestic and foreign. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. Helping you tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on One Shot, One Life. We love having you with us. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and we want to thank our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin & Bullion, have been with us since the beginning. Love those guys there. Pat, Courtney, Katie, and Aaron are my trusted precious metal experts. They've been on my financial team for over 10 years now. As a matter of fact, um, you know, I regularly communicate with them, try to get in there at least once a month, and, and they just have some great information to provide. But, man, I tell you what, if you all over media now, you're starting to hear more about gold and silver and platinum and all this stuff. Question is, if you're interested in buying it at all, I would rather deal somebody, you know, face-to-face, especially something like this where you need to trust somebody. Lincoln Coin and Bullion is a place that you can trust. I've been buying from them for over a decade, 
and they've been around for over 15 years. So if you're looking at buying or selling precious metals, they are the place to go. They only work with you by appointment only because they want to give you their full attention. So all you have to do to make that appointment is call them up at 402-327-2853. That's 402-327-2853. And if you want more information in general, go on their website, lincolncoinandbullion.com, and they will help you out again. If you go in there, tell them you heard about it on One Shot, One Life. We're joined today by Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name, a nonprofit organization focused on helping uh, end sex trafficking in Lincoln and Nebraska. And it's been such a great uh, opportunity to have you in. We, Paul, we just appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Um, you know, it's one thing um, we talked about earlier in the last segment about some of the stories and bringing awareness. You have an event coming up in October um, that can provide more awareness for people. Right. It's uh, Love Them Back to Life. It's our annual, I call it a celebration event. Yeah, it's a fundraiser. Um, it, it's, but it's a celebration. What's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with that. Um, but it is awareness. And, and it's on October 20th. Uh, you can go to our website. I've got an name.org and yep. register. It's going to be at the West Stadium Club at Memorial Stadium. Uh, we have Daniel Martinez, who is a friend of mine and an amazing he, flamingo guitarist. Oh, he's awesome. For my wife's 40th birthday, we surprised her and had him play. He's he, amazing. He's got a beautiful heart, too. And, and so he's going to, so it, it is a celebration. And it's love them back to life. And, and I think, you know, Doug, one of the challenges we have, you asked for stories earlier. I'd love right. to tell you some stories right, right now, but we can't can. because of the sensitivity and confidentiality of it. And, and, but this evening we can share a little bit more of that because it's a closed audience. It's, it's us right there. Again, we're still going to protect um, the, you know, the people we're working with, but we can be a little more personal and it is difficult. And I think also one of the challenges I face when I do public speaking is I know that what I say can trigger people. Right. And that's tough, man. That's tough when you're looking in the eyes and you're just hoping and praying that they're okay, you know, and that's, that's a challenge we face, but love them back to life is going to be, we're really excited about it. So like I said, you can register, uh, through I've got a name.org. You can find all the information there that you've been talking about too on our website, but that's going to be a great event of celebration, October 20th. All right. Make a plan to be there. Make a plan plan to be there and you'll learn more about it too. And it'll be really a cool evening. Well, it's one thing um, to deal with the result of sex trafficking in our city, like we've been talking about, um, but in order to make a dramatic difference with the issue and something that you've shared with me and I got on your website to learn about is you need to attack it at the source. Bottom line, there wouldn't be a demand um, for it if men weren't fueled by pornography, sexualization with media. It seems like our culture today, uh, everything revolves around sex more and more and more and ultimately playing itself out in men paying for sex. Um what are you doing in regards to the men's side of this, the actual um, supply side of this, of what and demand? I guess what people want. Uh, you've got a, a uh, an area on your website called Men's Movement where you mm-hmm. clarify that a little bit more. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, this has been on our hearts for years, and like I said earlier, the foundation of what we do is our street outreach. We start thinking we have to talk about the demand, right? You know, we have to talk about the demand, and I need to make it clear too. I, I, I'm not man bashing. Right. There's no. a lot there's a lot of great men out there, you know, and and most of us are, but there's some that are troubled, you know, and and are having issues and and as I said about uh, some of the women we work with, they're the most courageous, beautiful people I've ever met. I've met some guys too um that have their lives have been changed, you know. Uh and and so and that strength and courage when you can say, "Hey, I I've, I've got a problem. I got a problem with pornography. I've got a problem with this. I need help." You know, and as you said earlier uh, in the show, you know, find someone you can talk to, 
find someone that you can trust and and uh, and have that conversation. So yeah, we need to address the demand of it. Um, women do buy too, and women do sell too, but it's primarily men. We just got a text on our our text line and uh, asking like specifically, what can I do as a man to help? Yeah. Which is we need to talk about this. Yeah. So and and this is like kind of like you asked me that question. I think well, we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> as so, we go. So so there's a you can go to our website and take the pledge, and the pledge is is talking about these are the things that I I I am pledging to do but we're trying to gather some names that we would like to get men together and start to have this dialogue because a lot of times when i do public speaking i'll have a dad come and say well i have three daughters you know i'm really concerned about him well do you have a son right you know and and so because they need to be concerned about that too and how we're raising our kids and especially as i'm a, I'm a father of of uh you know several boys and and so um how are you raising them how are they discerning things? How are they being challenged by those things out there? So what is it I can say to my son? And at what age should I start talking to him about it? I think the average age is 11 or 12 coming into pornography, mm. you know? And when I was a kid, pornography was the neighbor's playboy. Right. It's just on your phone it's on now. Your free. It's, it's everywhere. All you have to do is... It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so having these conversations with your son and daughter as a man is so important. And then getting men to talk to other men. I have a friend who used to go fishing all the time and all the guys would go down south and they go to this one city and they go to the gentleman's club. Mm -hmm. I hate that name. There's nothing gentleman's about it. And they go in there first. And he, you, this friend of mine used to be involved in pornography and everything. He got out of it and he quit going down there because he didn't want to go into there. So what can you do to start talking to your buddies when they say something that's disrespectful or, or they make fun of a woman in the life of prostitution. By the way, it's not a lifestyle choice, guys. Right. You know, and it's not a glamorous job, guys. And those women up there are being tortured, you know, and their soul is being destroyed. So what are you doing? It's not a victimless thing when you're on pornography, guys. And so having those dialogues and those conversations. And so we're really trying to look for someone that actually wants to lead this, too, and, and start having that dialogue. So we need men to raise their hands and say, yeah. I'll take the pledge. I want to be involved. You know, this is, I, I want to do something and we'll come together and start talking about that. But a lot of it's being a voice out there. And you've got a pledge on your website. Uh, go check it out. It'll give you specific step-by-step <laughs> -step things you can yep. do. Yep. Uh, yep. All you have to do is go to I've got a name.org. Paul, thank you so much for coming. And we really appreciate this. I, as always, I wish we had more time. Hopefully we can have you back. I really, start a great friendship and relationship. I, I really appreciate this very much. All right. Well, if you'd like to listen to the podcast of this show or previous shows, you can find them at KLIN.com and all podcast platforms. Simply search One Shot, All One Word, One Life, All One Word on your favorite podcast service, and you can check it out on Facebook as well. I want to thank today's guest, Paul Yates from I've Got a Name. Special thanks to my producers who make it all happen behind the scenes, Josh and Johnny. And until next time, take full advantage of your amazing one life and makes every single day count. We'll see you next Saturday, everyone. One shot, one life. Thank you for listening to the One Shot, One Life show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our theme song. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now, OneShotOneLife.com. And listen every Saturday morning at 11, right here on 1499.3 KLIN. One life.